0: There's a huge conversation happening on the political landscape in Ghana, evidenced by this screaming and attention-seeking billboards we have in the country. It has an interesting inscription, leadership for the next generation, hashtag the new force. And that is what is causing all the tanks to wag on social media. These billboards can be located in every nook and cranny of the country. They are in your face, they are in your space, You cannot avoid them and certainly you cannot avoid the subject matter and not to talk about it because people say that, well, it's time for us to have a new force or a third force or a third party. Think about it. Kwame Ghana, Ghana for you. Are we ready? And that's the biggest question everyone is asking. I think it's valid. I think it's genuine. Are we really ready to welcome a third force in this country? Now, let me just give you a bit of history about Ghana. Now, since the constitutional rule and since the welcoming of the fourth republic, this country has been ruled by two major political parties, the National Democratic Congress, which is popularly known as the NDC, and the New Patriotic Party, which is the ruling party in Ghana currently, which is also known as the NPP. Now, these two major political parties have served the country 16 years each. And this pair continue, to canvass for vote and continue to campaign. I mean, the election is just around the corner. In 2024, Ghana will be going to the polls and we are just having these two major political parties come forward again. They are in fact the two major front runners campaigning for vote again for people to vote for them. And when people think about these political parties, all they think about is the deep seated corruption, nepotism, cronism, and the way things haven't really gone well in the country. Now, the standard of living in Ghana has really gone through the roof. People cannot afford basic things in the country. And so people are looking at their pockets. They are looking at their standard of living. They are looking at the promises that were made by these major political parties. In fact, they make the promises when they come into power. They default on the promises. We are not able to even hold them to account. You hold them to account and it looks like, well, they can't really do anything about it. They've already given you the promise. And so we have all of these things, driving the conversation around the third force and making people believe strongly that it will be very good in this country to have a third force to be able to upset the supremacy of the two major political parties, the NDC and the NPP. A lot of people feel like these politicians have taken the voting population for a ride for a very long time because what we do for these major political parties to allow this one to come and we allow this one to go. And so we're just, you know, reversing the rules all the time and we need to really look at it and so it got a lot of people talking that this could be the time for us to have a third force but that's not the first time the conversation has featured prominently in fact every year to election we have the conversation around a third force then right after the elections these major political parties are not able to garner the votes they need to be able to upset the supremacy of these political parties and so they go to bed then when is the next four years and we have an election they read their heads again and i'm asking myself why do you wait for a year to election for you to come and sell your ideas policies and you make a huge announcement to us of a third force all these years when you know there wasn't an election and there was government and everything you couldn't find that time very appropriate and very strategic to sell your ideas you only wait for a year to the election And the election is really about social capital, it's about numbers, it's about convincing people with your policies, it's about what you're championing that resonates with the voting population. And if these things do not resonate with them, then I'm sorry, they might not be able to give you the power to rule them. And so I have a big question with the timing of these third force or these third parties, because we're learning from deep sources that the new force is actually... Um, a new political party that is going to be comprising of the youth and that's the next generation of the country. The future is the youth then the youth is the future, right? And so why do you wait for this long time? I have a problem with the timing. Why do you have to wait? Because one year wouldn't be enough for you to do all the legwork and do all the policies and sell your ideas to the population, right? And so you need an ample time to be able to prepare effectively and efficiently and deliver on the agenda you want to sell to the Ghanaian population. And I feel like they've, they've shot themselves in the foot uh, for starters, um, especially with the timing. And they need to be able to do some of these things. You, you They need to be able to um, get some of these things right. Then the Ghanaian population is convinced that when they come, they'll be able to give the two major political parties Iran for their money. Because the NDC and the NPP have ruled for 16 years each. So these are political parties that have been set like 20 or 30 years ago. And so they have experience. They have stamina. Except that when they come into power, they are not able to deliver on their promises. And it's just corruption. It's just all the things that they promised they wouldn't do. That's what we see at the end of the day. And so it, it, it really made people hungry and thirsty for a third force. I just hope that there's not just a conversation that would happen around the election, a year to the election, you'll find the momentum building up, the stamina. You get a lot of people talking, excitement, there's noisy fanfare. And right after the elections, we go to bed, then we wait for the next election, then a third force. is fast to become like a charade for me, if you ask me, because why wait for all this time and just wait a year to the election to be able to do. Maybe um, there's some political advantage. Let me know in the comment section what you think about that. Why do they wait for a year to the election then they come and sell the ideas to us? Because the country really needs a third force at the moment. Things are not going right. We need to teach the NPP and the NDC a lesson. They are taking voters for granted for so long. Can you imagine going On a voting day, going the searing sun, casting your ballots, or you cast your ballot for these politicians, and they come into power and they are comparing their track records in corruption. This one says you are more corrupt than I am. This one says you are more corrupt. We see a lot of scandals that has become a big statement for these two major political parties. Yes, if you ask me, the average is nothing short of average, their performance is nothing short of average. And we, we really haven't got the value for the money, if I can say that, because we vote for them and we hope to see change. We hope to see significant improvements in infrastructure, in agriculture, in our finances, in our standard of living. But we don't see some of these things. We, we don't even realize them. There are lots of people still living below the poverty line. We have children who are still crossing rivers to attend um, schools. We have schools under trees. We have so much ineptitude. Which has engulfed the country, and so these political parties. We've seen what the two can do already. We are really tied with their track record. Their track record of corruption, of many scandals, of ineptitude, of you know um, lawlessness. You know we're tied. We're jaded with that system, and it would just be fair that a third force would come in. And we need to see these two major. We need to see a third force that would be able to capture power. And when a third force emerge and they sell the ideas to us, it's really convincing. The public must also be ready. They might, they they should ready themselves to be, you know, able to rally behind this political force and be able to change it. And if this happens, it could be a watershed moment in the history and in the democracy of Ghana because we really need it. Taiwan was able to do it in 2016. Now the new political party that emerged in Taiwan was able to capture power in the presidency and it was able to gain a majority in the legislative arm of government. And if they were able to do it, and I think Ghana can also do it. We can also do it. Enough of the talk shop, enough of the you know the good intentions and everything. We just talk about it and we go to bed. I just hope that this time around is really going to be something major is really going to be in the books is you know something that we can all refer to and say that look, There was a third force, or there was a third party in the 2024 election, and they really gave the two major political parties that have enjoyed their supremacy for so long. It's just a two-horse race, you know, all the time. That it's just the two of them. Let's have a time in the history of this country where we say that in the 2024 election we had a third force, a new force that was able to upset the supremacy of these two major political parties. Then the politicians can take us seriously. But if we just have the conversation and have all the long talk on social media, laugh, pass on the memes and everything, and at the end of the day, we still give a chance to these two major political parties, they're not going to treat us any less. They are really not going to treat us any less. So we have a sterling example and a shining example on the, con- on the continent, not on the continent per se, in the world. Taiwan was able to do it and they rose through and they were able to disenfranchise a ruling government that has served for 68 years. So if they have been able to do it, it means that we can also do it. And it's just you know, having the will and the power and convincing people and selling your ideas. We are just tied with the system. And I, and I just hope that this would be a force to reckon with, the third force or the new force as it's being paraded on the streets of a crab on social media, as the conversation continues to grow. I hope that this will be a force to reckon with. It will not just be a mantra that will stay on social media. And one they refer to is, oh, this also trend it will not be on top of the trends and all of those. I hope that we, you know, lend our shoulders to the wheel, we take the bull by the horn, and we are able to make significant change in Ghana's political landscape. It is what we need at the moment. It is what we are crying for. It is what we, we are calling for. And so I just hope that this would be a big transformation and if it's anything to go by, a watershed moment in the democracy of the country. Well, my name is Delanya Megashi. I'm a journalist and a storyteller at heart in Ghana. I'll be dying to read your comments in the section over there. If you haven't subscribed us yet, please do well to hit on the button. We'll be um, interested to hear from you. Let's keep the conversation going and yeah, that's the most about it. Now, you can also connect with me on social media at Fritz underscore Delanyo on Instagram. Facebook is Fritz Delanyo Amegashi. And of course, on Twitter is Fritz underscore Delanyo. Thank you very much and do have a good one.